Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Duality. I am your host, Ash, and I'm here today to talk about an interesting topic. (laughs) We are going to get into love spells and unconsensual or more grammatically correct, uh, non-consensual magic and what that means and uh, my personal take on it, you know. um, I can't speak of anything as definitive facts. I can't speak of anything as concrete. You know, I can only give you my foundation and and pour into it with what I feel and what I've experienced. Simultaneously, I feel very strong about it um, in a calm way. And that's taken a few, quite some time quite some years to find balance in, you know. Um, I tend to get pretty passionate about things, and when I get pretty passionate about things, sometimes logic uh, leaves the building and, like, heart speaks on it a lot, and uh, I just want to do my best to be grounded. So before we start this podcast, I'd like to invite everybody to just take a moment to take a deep breath in through your nose, And out through your mouth. And another deep breath in through your nose. And out through your mouth. I have the heart chakra bowl here. And um, I'm going to play it for anybody who is uh, in the market for that kind of thing. You know, um just continuing to take deep breaths and just getting in tune, tapping in with our heart, you know, with our love center and the bridge between the upper and the lower. And in a good way like that, I pray not only that I speak from my heart, but that anyone who listens uh, chooses to hear from their heart and um, maybe be open to a change of perspective and or you know, just another way of another person thinking. I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything. It's more so just being open to dialogue and conversation. So closing your eyes if it feels good and taking that deep breath in and out. Just feeling yourself back in the space wherever you are at. Wiggling your fingers and your toes. Imagining roots growing from the bottoms of your feet down through the floor, through the concrete, through anything that's in between you and earth and rooting yourself down. Once you have a good stabilization there, opening up your eyes and wiggling around a little bit and coming back into this space. Yeah. So let's get into it. I wanted to talk about the concept of love spells. I wanted to talk about the concept of not asking someone's consent and pursuing something, um, especially in the realm, in the etheric realm, in the realm that isn't as tangible because we can't see and or feel, well, we could feel, but we may not be able to uh, see it as clearly as you can see this table, this microphone, me sitting in front of you or wherever you're looking or listening, you know, your phone in your hand. And uh, I wanted to shine light on the aspect of we are so powerful and our thoughts alone 
our words alone can be equated to a spell, you know. Everyone has a different belief system. Some people don't like the word spell. Some people call it intention. Some people call it manifestation. Uh, sometimes it's in a different interpretation in different uh, religion bases and things of that sort what a spell actually can be. Now, what I want to center in this podcast is, you know, I just to give a little bit of background, I used to work at a spiritual store, right? And um, it was... Uh, omni faith you know spiritual store that you can get just about everything from anyone um for for any faith and there was different candles different herbs different things that were there and although it was based more so in native american belief systems it also had like you know room for other things there's angel things you know there was different like hindu traditions and you know japanese all these different things now, when I was working there, which brings me to, like, my speech bubble on this topic, is the amount of people that would come in and ask me, like, hey, do you have a candle for, um, for love? Like, do you have a candle that, or do you have a, a, a love spell that I can do or that you can teach me? And I would always take, like, a really deep breath. And, and try to ground myself and not be, like, you know, aggressive or, like, intense about it and just be, like, you know, uh, we don't really do that here. You know, I don't really, I don't exactly believe in that. If you'd like, if you are open to it, you know, I can express to you why. And it would always go something along the lines of this, and it's, we can't play God, you know. Um, we, I don't believe we should try to play God or creator, or whomever it is that you believe in. And the reason why I feel that way is because, like, what, you know, um, <laughs> like, like, why should we oppose free will? You know, if creator, if God gave us free will, it's it, in a sense, you know, like a conversation I was having with a, a friend of mine the other day, like she had mentioned, she was like, you know, you're actually going above the God in that way. If you're trying to control free will, if God gave us free will, like now you're trying to go against that and control. And usually that comes from a space of fear, you know, that comes from a space of lack, that comes from a lot of different things. Um, something I don't appreciate is that on social media now, there's so many different people that glorify, like, contact me for $10, the love of your life will contact you in a week, and, you know, twin flame this, and, you know, uh, soul bond and karmic relation. I'm not saying that these things aren't real, because I believe they are. Um, it's more so, like, the act of trying to control something we don't understand, I think, could be a risk that isn't a great probability for us to take. Anything that we take in the world, there's going to be a cost. You know, there has to be some kind of exchange. If you want something, if you want to purchase something, if you want to get something from someone, you don't just get it for free, even if you get it for free. You understand what I'm saying? It's like you, there's always going to be something you have to pay with. And what I've experienced and what I want to, what I've, I've witnessed, you know, more so, because in the realm of this, I, I, for whatever reason, my morality have, has always felt very strongly about this and not manipulating people's uh, free will. Like whether that comes to, you know, there are certain cases in certain spaces where, yeah, you might have to freeze somebody, you might have to throw them in the freezer and things like that. Like I still don't feel like so great about that way either uh, that because it's still unconsensual, but there's certain cases where like I understand temporarily how people could have to do that, right? That makes a little bit more sense as far as, like, a protection thing. Now, when it comes to love, like, I always think about this, like, as a person sitting in the shop when people would come to me, it's like, I don't know this person from a hole in the wall. They could be coming here to get a candle to because they believe that they're in love so, with someone who might not be in love with them, who might have a family, who might have kids, who might have a whole lived experience because... If it's one thing that his spirituality can can do is 
make you teeter on that line of insanity, right? Of uh, insanity by definition is doing the same thing and expecting different results, right? And um, simultaneously, that could look like not giving up. That could look like, you know, gunning for something or like following through with something. And in another aspect, that could look like delusional. And sometimes you have to be a little bit delusional in order to make things happen. And I, I, I completely agree with that. I believe that there's a balance, though. And if there's something that's constantly being revisited and it doesn't seem like there is any neutral or mutual, you know, uh, aspect, if they're not seeming, if there isn't, right? If there's not the person, if you're thinking about doing magic, doing a spell, doing an energy, whatever the case, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, a ritual of sorts, uh, you know, an act of sorts about somebody but they're not there i want to strongly invite you to imagine you were that person and not in the bias skewed version of what you think that person is or what you think that person may need but just thinking as being a person who doesn't know that another person is doing something and trying to control something for them I think it comes from a selfish place. I think it comes from a, a a need that's not getting met within ourselves, you know? And I think that a lot of practitioners in the modern, um, not even modern day, this is like for centuries that people do this shit, like where it's like just really take advantage of that emotional vulnerability. You know, a lot of times the people that you you may contemplate, may have done, might hopefully not do, maybe, you know, or have contemplated on doing any kind of, like, love or spell work or binding or anything like that. Usually that they're, they're, they're showing you something that you actually need from yourself, and you want it so bad and so desperately that you're willing to go through any length to get it. And I think that it's so important to, you know, also bring the mental health aspect into spirituality so it could be grounded. I don't think one outweighs another. I think that they're the mental, the physical, the emotional, and the spiritual all have a place. You know, it's like talk therapy for the mental or intellectual reading for the mental, philosophical aspects, right, for the mental. And then there's you know, the spiritual practice of prayer, intention, you know, belief system, faith, like the act of like devoting yourself to yourself and to spirit, the physicality of, you know, movement, working out, dancing, things of that sort, and the emotional aspect of sitting with those feelings when they come in. I think all of them are so important and they all have a space and they all need a space in order to find balance and to be grounded and come from a like balancing out what is it that I need and what is it that the collective needs from me, you know, like how can I consider both? Like I can consider myself, like, you know, when you're going into perhaps get maybe one of these love readings and or, you know, love spells or things of that sort. And it could be the intention of like, I want clarity for me. Like I'm confused. I want clarity for me. And, you know, you can, you can, get the clarity and I'm not saying to not do the readings because sometimes people do love readings and, and it's very you know it's it's done in in a in a grounded way as well uh simultaneously a lot of the times I at least in my perspective I don't believe it is you know I know when I love I when I offer love readings I giggle a little bit because I always feel like they're gonna be a little different than whoever thinks you know what what people may think that they are you know if someone comes to me for a reading uh, centering love it's it's always going to go back to you like it, it might talk about the different people or experiences you're you're experiencing your reality but it's always going to go back to you at some point or another you know and I know with a lot of other readings even readings that I've gotten that haven't even been centered around love but like love comes up and it's like that takes the 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 center stage and it's all about that and I'm like but like what can I do to be successful to grow my business <laughs> like what can I do to find love within myself you know and like how can I 
bring in whatever it is that I feel like I'm lacking because whether we're talking about love spells here or whether we're talking about relationships or love in general, like my perspective of it is if you constantly feel like you need something from a person, that's an unmet need that you actually need from yourself. I'm not talking about the fact that it should be okay and tolerated if that's like coming up or you know, I, it's more so that's something to get looked at. You know, every case scenario is different. Sometimes you do have needs that need to be met in a relationship that aren't being met as well. And that's a little bit different than what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about that like, oh, my God, I need this person. Like, you don't need anyone but yourself. Like, you literally need yourself. Like, yes, you need people. You, We do need people as a human being, as a homo sapien, like, Yes, we do need people. We need to interact. We crave connection, but we can get that connection in in our in our fam- in our family, if not our family, in our platonic friendships as well. Like, I think we're in a society that is so obsessed with the concept of relationship and love, and you know, it can blind us all. It can blind us all to like actually see what's important, like the love that we put into things, you know, that we pour into things is so important and imperative to actually, I think, really achieve the love that you may be looking for, you know, that if you're looking for that pure two people coming together, not because they have to, but because they want to, because that it feels right for them and it makes sense in their reality and they're both going towards the same goal, you know, that's, that's ideal right like that would be the 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 best case scenario simultaneously a lot of that time it doesn't happen we may meet people at different times of our life and you know not be ready for things or we may not we may be ready and then fall into not being ready and there's so many different things that come with that but to try to control is to not trust to try to force is to push away you know if I push this that's if that's a force. If I'm pushing this, I pick this up, it's a force, right? I'm not just letting it exist. Like it's just a piece of selenite. It wants to exist here, you know, and and emanate what it, it does what it does in its space on its own. If I push it, I'm trying to force it to, you know, either be in another space, another place, another time, do it a little bit different than what it's just naturally doing. It's different when I come here, you know, I sit down, I place it there, I placed it there with intention. There's a reason it's there. Now, if I'm just pushing it for no reason or I need it to come closer, I'm not trusting that the reason I put it down, that it's, I'm not trusting that it's doing its job, right? And we can do that a lot with ourselves. We could do that a lot with other people, you know, and, and, it's not only just love spells that people do this control thing. There's like, you know, the aspect of there's literally candles and things that you can do to control people. You know what I'm saying? Like big on not doing that, you know, respectfully. Um, I just don't, once again, this is a podcast about my opinion. Everybody could have their own and I respect that. I'm just letting y'all know why I feel the way I do. And that is coming from a space that I believe truly from my heart and soul that is just rooted in consideration of myself and the collective. And I think that when we go into fight or flight and survival mode, some of those things start to get turned off and we don't start considering everyone and everything in a way maybe we would have considered if our nervous system was a little bit more regulated. And if you're unfamiliar with centralizing your nervous system, I strongly recommend to get into learning that, especially before considering doing a a ritual such as binding, controlling, love spells, things of that sort, you know. And it's just, once again, like, it's it's non-consensual. You know what I mean? I, I, I trigger warning. It's it's something that, in my perspective, like I feel so strongly about it because it literally feels and can look like spiritual abuse. Like it could look like spiritual rape. Like that is going again. Like so, if someone's not saying yes. Someone's not saying no. They're they're not even aware, and you're doing something to someone or something. Like. I just don't 
that doesn't sit well with my spirit and and my being and um I've I just I just pray that you know anybody that is out there you know all these all the there's going to always be opposing forces in the world like there's just you know whether you call it the op whether you call it the devil whether you call it demons whether you call it angels whether you call it you know good spirits whatever it is that you call it you know it it's going to you're the only person who's going to be able to interpret how certain things feel to you now if you allow yourself to leave your body and stay in your mind certain things that might not feel good for you you might still do because you're rationalizing and finding reasons logically to do certain things even unlogical things that's why the mind can be very dangerous place be the safest place for you be the most dangerous place for you it's up to you to like kind of discern that now just doing different things to get into our body and really like speaking love into ourselves is so important to ground and negate that like you go online you walk down the block you go to the city you go wherever and there's there's this energy of like oh wow that feels good and i resonate with that and then there's the energy of like oh what the fuck is that i don't want nothing to do with that you know and it's up to you to like kind of keep track of these things and and take note of these different experiences because when they show up for you in other pl places you can identify like oh that doesn't feel good or that does feel good or that kind of feels gimmicky or like uh, maybe I don't believe that because of my past experience and it's just it's about not forgetting the past because I believe that the past is definitely a good foundational point especially to move forward you know we can't take a step without foundation and foundation needs to get poured and then it needs to settle and needs to set and then get things built upon it so I, I'm not one to erase the past in fact I think that we can empower ourselves through it simultaneously don't live there or else you can never go forward in the future you'll just continue to recreate you know things of the past and and I got a pretty good master's degree in that so you know take my word for that or don't I don't know but <laughs> I just think that when we are navigating the seas, especially of like social media and or the spiritual communities that we may be around or see or witness, um, it's not about judging people that do this stuff. It's not about like, oh, shame on you. Ah, ah. It's more so like my perspective is more so I pray for people that go that that are doing that stuff. Like if I see somebody you know, those accounts that start following you that are lighting all the candles, doing all these things, like, I just block them, and I just pay for them. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, if someone follows me, and they're, like, banished and find love, and I'm just, like, immediately block, immediately block, and pray. Boom. I hope that you find the peace and neutralize whatever that you need to neutralize in a good way like that. I hope that, you know, whoever may feel the need to do these things pauses for a second and really gives themselves the moment to think. That's a perfect example of what you can do instead of a love spell. Instead of taking someone's lock of hair or a picture or writing their name or taking some form of their DNA and putting it in a jar or lighting a candle, or doing these different things that, you know, a lot of practitioners preach to do. And especially now with the accessibility of TikTok, we got like a whole bunch of people who have had only a few rotations around the sun talking about things that they don't understand and, you know, potentially putting themselves and a lot of people at danger for the sake of views. And I think it's very important to use discernment, you know, when talking about these things. I go back and forth with, like, do I want to talk about this on the podcast? Do I want to make a TikTok about this? Do I want to make, a, a like, a post about this? I, I, like, really, like, sit with it. And because not everything is supposed to be shared. Not everything, especially when it comes to spirituality, I truly believe that it's such a personal practice and, like, um, it took me a long time for me to deem myself worthy of it becoming a personal thing to me and take that journey inward. And I've been doing that a lot with a lot of different aspects. And the reason why is because, you you know, you give, I think it was like Jack Harlow, somebody, somebody was saying something recently um, I had seen on a post that was talking about how, like, if you give to people, you know, they'll just continue to take, like, you have to, you have to keep things for your own, like the people you're dating, you know, your practices, different things, like, those things are for you, because if you keep giving them people, people are going to keep taking them, so 
that discernment is something that's important. And what made me decide to come on to the show today and talk about this is because this is something that I feel like has been sitting on my mind about potentially being a podcast for years, literally, like probably since the podcast started. And um, I sat with it for a while. You know, I sat with it for a few years and decided ultimately I feel like it's more beneficial to speak on this topic coming from a grounded space and just offering my opinion for anybody, you know, that may want to hear more about it. You know, um, anyone that may have done it or has shame around it, you know, um, felt like it might have not been the best thing to do or, you know, anyone's completely in opposition and thinks that that is exactly what it's supposed to do. Like whoever is meant to listen to this podcast, I truly trust is uh is supposed to and it'll reach you whenever it's supposed to and if it's not then it won't you know and with that being said there's such an important space and place for people to voice these things in a grounded way on these kinds of platforms because it has to get neutralized like you just can't be in the sea of babylon of like just illusion and delusion and deception all day long and then the only other thing that's kind of opposing that is like super biblical and or super like strong religion and or like something that's against it all right or something that's just promoting you know like toxic spirituality i mean toxic positivity in the sense that's like everything is about you know oh, no, everything has to just be good. Like, there's a middle ground of all of these things. Like, it's work to get there. You know, balance is not a destination. It's it's a journey. It's an every day, every moment, every millisecond thing, you know? And my intention of bringing these kinds of topics onto the podcast are to put that other echo out there. You know, there's a certain vibration that's out there. I, I want to encourage a safe and supportive outlet and uh and uh, curate a safe space for anyone to come and listen and be like hmm yeah I never thought of it like that or like maybe I did think of it like that but I just couldn't find the words you know just essentially being being that neutral space for people to to hear a different perspective especially on things like that because I want to encourage you if you've already done something like that there are things that you can do you know if if you want, you can feel free to reach out to me personally and we can talk about some of those things. I'm not going to really mention all of them on here because it's really tentative to like what it is that you have done. But there are some things that you can do to like release that and then continue to move forward and, and, and go on. You got to also, and if you haven't done it but you contemplated, you know, you got to also take into consideration when you're ripping from the universe, like, and I call like, doing certain spells and quick fast money and quick fast things like you're ripping from the universe you know you're forcing it you're like I don't trust that this is going to come so I need it now there's something like if you want to have things happen now there's other ways to go about it you know um but like writing certain things down doing certain rituals that are like really potent and intense could come with some consequences you know everything has consequences Everything has a response, a reaction. Maybe it's not a consequence, but it's a reaction, right? And we don't always like that. And we're not always told consensually. And I believe that there was something that I think it was on the podcast, the uh, Toxic Spirituality, I believe it was on that podcast where I was going, I was talking about how if you are taking, if you, if you, you should know what you're putting up. Like you're you're Annie up. Like you you know what you're your what bet you're putting down. Okay, I bet this much. This is my offer, right? You're offering. If your offering isn't in balance with what you're asking for, best believe something else is gonna get taken. Now, are you gonna know what it is? Maybe, but it might be too late. It might already happen. You know, so like for me, I always go back to like a probability thing. Call it my Libra moon, call it, call it whatever. You know what I mean? But like it's always like, okay, what is the probability of this and this? And like, is it worth it? it how is the danger? 
you know, what is the dangers of if I do pursue something like this? Like, it, it, like how how can it potentially come back and, you know, hurt anyone? That's usually what I equated to. Sorry, excuse me. I want to take a sip of tea. Interesting one. Me and Kenny tried out a new tea today. And it's it's interesting. I didn't have honey, you know, but but I I it did have this summer blackberry tea and it's it's quite delicious. It's just unique. I don't normally go for sweet teas, but I, I suppose that a sweet tea without honey just did a balance that it needed to do. Which once again, boom, balance every time, all the time, all occasions and scenarios. Now, getting back on topic, it's do you want you I, I would personally be like, hey, like even when I'm doing a bartering system with someone like, OK, I can offer you, let's say a reading. Right. I offer you a reading I go for you a facial, I go for you body contouring, whatever it is that, you know, we're looking for and say you're offering me a uh, a graphic design. You know, you're offering me a certain product or a certain service. Maybe you do nails. OK. Well, how much time and how much do you cost for doing a set of nails? How much time and how much do I cost for doing whatever treatment it is that you're looking for? Let's find a balance. Okay, costing the nails is only $50 and this treatment's 100 How about we'll do two sessions of me getting my nails done? Does that feel good for you? Okay, no, you know what? Maybe let's just do an intricate design because that's really how I want my nails done. That feels good for you. And it's always like checking in with the other. It's all about consent for me. Like, having an exchange with other people has, it's all about consent. I think that I've always, like, well, I know that I've always morality-wise wanted that. The only time I've evaded consent is if I was afraid, you know, like a child, afraid that I would get a no when I wanted a yes, you know. And I've had to, like, really parent myself into being like, no's are going to happen. They're going to happen more often than yeses. you got to be ready for them, so sit with it if you want something give the opportunity give the consent when you when you hop on a website and it's like are you willing to accept these cookies i don't know about y'all i still don't really know what these cookies are but i appreciate when they ask me rather than just give me cookies you know so it's just consent 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 you know if you want somebody pray for them don't fucking light a candle dipped in oil that's supposed to rip them from their universe to you like what the fuck is that it's like kidnapping adult napping you know what i mean like just if you really feel like a person is for you just pray about it you know what i mean sit with yourself and pray about it because anything else is just going to bring confusion like every time and that's, that's not just with love day. Anytime you want to do something and you're trying to rip it from the universe and not actually just do the preparation for it to come, what the fuck are you going to do about when it comes? Like, if it even does, if you do rip it from the universe, like, you're more than likely to mishandle it because you don't even know what you're doing with it. Like, you haven't even made space for it. And you're talking about you want this person in your life. You don't even got space for that person in your life. So what are you talking about? You know, I mean, you you want space for this thing, this 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 success, this business, this this like it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be solely based on a person. Like, do you have room? Like, do you actually have room? Like, ask yourself. Like, inquire on that. Like, do you have room for that? And if the answer is I don't know, no, maybe then maybe make some room, take some time. Time is not linear. This shit is magic. You want to talk about magic? Just think about time. We lose an hour. We gain an hour. People, uh, you know, I was talking to my friend who lives in New Zealand. She was in tomorrow. She was in the next day. I'm like, that shit is so crazy because the sun just went down, but the sun just came up for you. You're like, actually, the sun bin came up for you. You just made your kids lunch. Like, and I'm over here getting myself prepared for dinner. That's wild. Time is a trip, you know. I, I know that we're surrounded by this go get them, grind, hustle, hustle, hustle culture, you know. And I'm not saying to go get it. Like, yeah, go get it, but don't 
get it just solely out of the fear of not having time to obtain it. Get it because you know it's yours. Get it because you want to. Get it because it feels right for you because you get to. Not in opposition of time. You know, I feel like that's when we start to time travel. That's when we start to, you know, really bend the 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 everyday reality is when we start being open to the concept of quantum physics and time and space and it being so relative. You cannot see somebody for five years. You see them and it's like you've seen them yesterday. You can see somebody yesterday and you see them the next day and it feels like you went so long without seeing them. (laughs) Time is relative. You don't have to be afraid of anything when it comes to time. It's just about honoring what's coming up for you in that moment. You know, there's certain things you know you're putting off. You know you're procrastinating. Maybe do them. But don't do them hasty. Shit. I mean, if y'all listened to the podcast yesterday, and I feel like I've had a few other podcasts because this is a reoccurring lesson, and, uh, you know, I can be a little thick-headed, and the universe got to bump me down and make me fall on my ass to, like, understand it and <laughs> humble me and slow me down, you know, but... If I'm moving too quickly and I'm moving out of haste, the universe is quick to, to chin check me. And it'll be like, it'll just stun me. Whew, sit down. You're doing too much. Sit with that. But I don't got time to sit with that. But I don't have time to sit with that. You got to sit with that. Because if you don't sit with that, then everything in your reality is going to become that. So what you want? You want everything to be that? Everything that you're trying to avoid, you're trying to avoid this one thing. You want everything in your life to become that one thing. That's what I thought. Sit with that. You know, and it's just, it's just making the space, man. You know, just creating the space to be open to not knowing and honoring what you feel you do know and dancing in between those things. And yeah, I just, I just think that. You shouldn't do that shit, personally. It's all control. Control is based in fear, you know. There's a lot of things that come up with unworthiness. And then there's just plain old, like, not fucking chill energy. Like, it's just not, it doesn't feel good. Not to say, like, good or bad, but, like, feels heavy, feels dense, feels like nah. Like, feels like nah. Like, (laughs) and... If something feels like, nah, I don't want a part of it, like, I'm not going to shun it. I'm not going to make you feel bad. Like, there's a part of me, right? Like, there's an aspect of me that's like, yo, if you're doing this witchcraft shit and you're doing this, that, and the third, and, like, you feel like that's good and you stand on it and you're like, yeah, like, I'm going to do, like, some work on somebody and you're, like, excited about that, like, that's fucking whack, like, and I just want to let that be known because I need my balance to come out. Like, I want to create the safe space. Simultaneously, I want to honor the fact that I just truly think that that's whack and I just really want to let that be known. Like, I think that you should really sit with yourself, really pour some love into you, like, take a cup of tea and really just think about life, you know what I'm saying, and how everyone and everything relates to you and how it would be if you were that other person. And... Do your best to find the grounding in that because who the fuck are you to try to control somebody else or want to control somebody else? Like, who are you to try to take control of someone else's life? You know what I mean? You want want something to control? Look in the mirror. You feel me? Because that's the only thing you can really control because the thing is, even if you do light a candle, you do do something towards somebody... That shit's going to come back. Not only is it going to come back, but it's it'll probably come back dressed in a completely different way than you imagined. And there's only a certain amount of time and space and energy that will allow that to be a thing. And maybe if it's not this lifetime, it's next lifetime. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't get resolved. I don't think that you can escape that. Energy can only transform. It does not cease to exist. 
the different cycles and the different trials and tribulations we're all dealing with came, in my opinion, came from lifetimes and energies and people and things and places that we can't even conceive. These, these generational traumas are ancient. These problems are ancient. But what is new and what can be new to break and to heal these cycles and these experiences is observing, giving space to shifting and to pivoting. Out, out of a long, long life, I mean, I'm 27, but like out of a, a decent life of, you know, living in extremes, if it's anything I've noticed, the, the strongest result-oriented that I do for myself that I've witnessed and seen people do for themselves is just pivoting it's not I need to remove everything and and anything that reminds me of this person or this place or this thing that hurts and it's not I'm gonna just sit with all of these things and places and people that hurt it's about being in that hurt space noticing your hurt looking around and being like what is actually hurting me in this place? Oh, okay, that. All right, so I'm going to I'm going to take distance from it. I'm going to know next time I see that I'm I might not jump into it as fast. I might give it some space to breathe, you know, and 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 unravel because I don't want to say every time I see that I'm going to be having a trauma response like, "Oh my god, that's that thing that hurt me." Like no, that's the thing that hurt me. Whether it knew it hurt me or not, it did. Now, the next time I see that cycle come up, I can I can be aware. Not run away and not run towards, but just be aware. Be mindful and just leave. put things where, where they need to go. Put things where they need to go. And I think that pivoting has been, like, the, the strongest thing. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm a whole human being. Right. I'm saying all of this and and I I damn sure need to hear all of this. I forgot somebody said the other day they were talking about how the thing that you teach is the thing you need to learn the most. I forgot who said that, but shout out to whoever said that. I'm sorry I forgot in the moment. But that's so real. You know, that's why we feel passionate about things and you know because it's resonating for us as it's coming out of our mouth. Now, will we listen? I guess we just got to find out and see, right? That's where discipline comes in. You know, that's where honor comes in. And um, discipline could be the best self-love tool that you give yourself, you know. There is different people that I've had in my life at different times that like really centered discipline i always appreciated it but if time or space can give you a different it, it could give you a different perspective right because you're giving that that space in between you and the thing and i just like really appreciate discipline in balance you know with with consideration I think that that's like my happy place that's the place that like I think to witness and to be most of all to be it for myself and to witness it in other people where I'm seeing like the discipline of like I know what I need to do and I'm going to do it and I know how doing this can affect other people, positive, neg negatively, or neutrally. That's 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 it. That space, I like it there, you know. And <laughs> I I I aspire to to get to know that place a lot more. And that's all going to come with the balance of for me the discipline, you know, the considerations there. It's like stamped embedded tattooed um the discipline has been something that I've struggled with but simultaneously I, it comes naturally to me when it's aligned with my morals 
And that's what I always have to remind myself. You know, I think that's really what this whole podcast is about is about morality. Like, what are your actual morals? Like, what do you consider? Do you, do you, are you, do you care more about money and power or about the well-being of people? You know, and it's not that you need to carry care about one. Uh, it's not that you can't care about both. It's more so like, how can I balance? Because everybody cares about power and money, and and I hope everyone can find it in them to care about the consideration of others. I believe people innately do. I think that it just gets one or the other gets prioritized because of survival. And that consideration of others just becomes the consideration of self. And I believe that that's the breeding ground of all of these practitioners and advocates for these controlling and constricting practices. So my advice, if you're open to it, if it doesn't feel good for you and if it doesn't feel like aligned with your morals and what you're trying to embody. Maybe take a moment and pivot. Maybe not do the thing that you contemplated on doing. And if you already did it, maybe contemplate on reaching out, whether, you know, to me or to anybody that resonates with, of maybe shifting and pivoting a mindset that you, rec that you have previously came from to kind of neutralize it. Because you could come back from anything. I'm a firm believer of that. You could come back from anything. Sometimes that, that mindset can really send me through a loop, though, because when I think you come back from anything, that should be sending me, right? And then it's like, all right, but that's another podcast, right? <laughs> it's more so, like, I'm just chalking it up to, like, I believe in you. You know what I'm saying? We're all capable of making mistakes. You're not a horrible person for doing so. If you take the information and continue to do this shit, like, maybe you're a horrible person. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> it's up to you to decide, right? It's up to you to figure out if you could sleep at night. Not up to me. You can't base your value, your worth, your identification as a person on other people, you know. But, I mean, I would just hope that that, that maybe just giving it space. Once again, just giving it space. And, um anything else that I didn't mention you know I trust that it'll come up when it's supposed to and yeah that's all I gotta say about that so to conclude this podcast I want to play the bowl and I want to pull some cards I want to do both so I'm going to seal this all off with the bowl at the very end and I'll send y'all off. I'll send all of us off into our day with the vibration of love. Love coming from ourselves. I'm a big advocate on love potions and love spells for ourselves <laughs> that maybe aren't written contracts but are like, you know, self-love in influenced, you know, and centered. Uh, there's fun ways to get into it. The same things that you're doing with other people, you can ask yourself consent for, you know? There is a little gray area that if you are with someone and they completely understand what you are talking about, that you can do something together, but that takes both of y'all consent and both of your willingness to do the thing and understand, not only do the thing or get consent, but also comprehend what it is that you are doing. And I strongly advocate that for like a little bit, not like intermediate practitioners or people and things that like just feel right. And that doesn't have to be a ritual. That could be a conversation. Okay. That could be a contract. You want to make it real three dimensional and make a real earthly bound. Like that could be a contract. High key, like, if I, you know, I, I feel like if anything in the bracket of love and shit like that, that shit might need a contract. Because it's like you putting your word, your name, your signature, your energy on understanding. Like, contract is just a written agreement. I'm here for that shit. Like, I think that that's, that's kind of the way. Like, I, I forgot what celebrity it is because I don't really follow celebrities like that, but I am on social media, so, like, I do read and hear shit. But, like, some one of them 
uh, like has a contract that she like dates people. It's like an NDA. And I was like, good for you. You know what I mean? If that's how you feel about it, the fact to make contract. I feel like we should all have contracts talking about, you know, disclosing not our, you know, previous track record of people, but I think that we should have a uh, paperwork talking about our blood tests and, like, our health, you know, before being sexual with somebody. I think that that could be, like, super awesome. Like, let's center that, you know, consent, 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 health. You know, people want to talk about someone playing in traffic and doing parkour as something that is life-threatening or borderline suicidal and, like, crazy and, like, how can you be so risky? But then people are out here fucking people raw left and right without thinking it's the same thing like you're playing with your life. I'm, I'm, I don't know if that makes y'all comfortable or uncomfortable, but I'm still going to advocate for that. Like, at the end of the day, like, and and statistics say that STDs are on a rise more than ever. So, like, be protected, not only energetically, but be protected physically. You feel me? Like, this is real life. You're You're messing with your life. We're in a culture that's like, yeah, like... I got my thing on the side. I got this. I got that. Okay, but what, who is that thing on the side? What are they doing? How many things on the side do they got? If you want to talk about energy, go to the episode STD, Sexual Transmitted Demons, right? Revert to that to that episode, and you'll kind of get into that. Simultaneously, if you want to talk about STDs, like, like literally go, and there's there's places you don't have insurance. There's no excuse. Go to the, the, the center's. There's always a free center that you can go get tested at. You gotta. It's up to you to find the information. You know, you can find the information on someone's baby daddy that you, you know, are interested in, and find out what all their kids and brothers and sisters look like. You can find out where the STD places, like I mean, the the blood taking place is by you. You can find out where the clinic is by you. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to like come at y'all eyes, but also a little bit. Yeah, like I, it's that serious. Like take your body serious. Like. I'm not trying to shame anybody. If you want to have non-consensual sex, that's your that's 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 your choice. That's y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just be fucking safe about it. Period. So yeah. And just paying attention. Like, if you are considering that anybody has done any kind of work on you. Whether left spell binding, uh, banishing, all that type of shit, like I don't think it's the first thing to go to. And, you know, maybe, like, I'll make another episode talking about, like, Evil Eye. I think that that'll probably be a good episode to have to, like, just talk about, you know, how do you know if there's work being done on you? Because there's a few different ways. I don't know. Maybe I won't do that podcast. Maybe that's just something for you to have a personal inquiry about. But, you know, if you're, I'll leave you with this. Like, if you are feeling like that's coming up, and I'm not talking about blaming. I'm not talking about you stub your toe and you're like, ah, someone... Uh, someone like Maleojo, like, you know, someone's someone's looking at me or, you know, the Maloki or like whatever every culture calls it, you know. And like, like, nah, you probably just stubbed your toe because you wasn't in your body. How can you be protected if you're not in your body? You're not even protecting yourself. You have to be in your body. You can't just be in your mind. You can't just be in your spirit. You can't just be in your emotions. You got to also be in your body, too. And if your body is showing you something, if you get knocked on your ass, if you stub your toe, it's it's usually a warning for you. And the only way that something can get in is if you give it an opening. So the best advice that I can give anybody that may be thinking or contemplating on, like, how, like, bad luck is happening, all these different things are happening, I'm not saying that it's not true. It could very well be true. There was an opening. Find out what that opening is. Because if you go to somebody and they cleanse you and you're all cleansed and you're feeling good, but you don't find out where that hole is, it's like, you know, it's like putting air in your tire, but you're not patching the hole. That shit is going to go flat again. It's not the matter of if, it's a matter of when. So check yourself, literally, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. Check yourself. And um, you don't need a guru to tell you that. You don't need to go to a, you know the best person and give them $10,000 and $5,000 to do some crazy ritual that you're not even sure what the fuck is going on. Like, just sit with yourself in that uncomfort. 
you know, maybe take, you know, if it, if it, it feels good for you, you know, maybe medicines that, you know, plant medicines might be something that feel good for you in that space. If you're in the mental space for it and or if you have somebody to sit there and like really like kind of watch over you, you know, maybe that. But some people that's not the route. Some people that just takes them more into psychosis sometimes, you know, so you have to sit with you. Maybe you just need to be dry, like nothing. No weed, no alcohol, no nothing, no plant medicine, no microdosing, no nothing. Maybe no food, no water. Just be dry. Go about it like the, the stoic, the monk way, the the indigenous way, the rite of passage way. You know, it's only you that can figure it out. I encourage you to tap in with your culture, your roots, what feels good for you. Find out the day you're born. Maybe fast a little on that day. Get a little clarity from that. Each day that we're born means a different thing. Each day is ruled by a different planet of the week. Cool to tap into that. And, you know, go as deep as you want to go. So, I know I said I was going to be done with the podcast and I kept talking. So, let me just, let me cut myself off. And... great spirit please allow me to be the vessel to any message that needs to come out for anyone who is open to receive any message on this podcast at whatever time that they are watching it or listening to it in a good way like that with an open mind and an open heart two grounded feet what is the message what is the message for anyone that is listening here and at the center Letting go. Walking away from this situation in order to resolve it. So whatever the thing is, the situation that you first thought of when you heard that, that's that's the thing. And like letting go doesn't mean erasing. Letting go means, you know, looking into, forgiving, releasing moving it out of your body, doing the different work that we were just talking about, mentally, emotionally, physically. Just how can you make space for what you want if you're not letting go of what it is that you have, you know, that isn't working for you? (laughs) Do it. Like, how you just, all right, so just doing it. You know what it is that you need to let go of. You know what I'm saying? You know what it is. You know. That's all. I'm not even going to say anything else on, on, on that. You just, you know what to do. You got this. Go get yours. No more thinking about it. You thunk enough. Go do it. Today is March 1st. Happy March. March 1st, 2023. That's wild. But here we are. Is there any miracle on earth to compare with the discovery of a new friend or having that friend discover you? So much is at stake, but I will gladly risk everything to give a promising relationship a chance. By Alex Noble. Fear of intimacy in any relationship, be it with family, uh, with friends, family members, or a lover, can put you in a defensive, uh, in a defensive state, and make your relationship stress-filled. Rather than being open to exploring new relationships, or willing to close, or willing to grow closer to those you already have, you may be so busy building barricades between yourself and others that interactions become feared rather than favored. While you may think that shutting others out closes the door to such stressful feelings, hurt, anger, and pleasure to meet the needs of others or rejection in reality, what it shuts off is the possibility for wonderful, calming feelings like love. Sharing and connection. Defensiveness builds walls, but opens, but openness builds bridges that can lead you to trust, wholeness, and peace. While getting through the fear of intimacy isn't easy, one way to start doing so is simply... Is, is starting, simply. Today, reach out to an, 
another with a kind gesture, call or just say hi, write a letter, or offer to run an errand. By letting another know you're willing to reach out, the door to caring can be opened. Today I'll show that I am willing to be a friend, to have a friend. I'll start small so I can break down my barricade bit by bit. That was a beautiful message. Love that for us. I wasn't going to do it most, but I feel like I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing most this one more time. All right, so what is the poem we need to hear? What is it that our heart needs to hear right now? Oof. Imagine. The reality you live in is partially up to you. The fantasy you live in is entirely up to you. Choose happiness. The happiness that your dreams promise you may be right around the corner. But you can reach them only if you're willing to turn the corner. Walk away from your safe place of hopeless uncertainty. Unchain your heart from the uncertainty that's been grounding into misery. Choose happiness and walk away. Well. <laughs> yeah, I just love, I, I just love things and life how we work with things and ourselves and all that so it's really cool so now to conclude this pod if you're open to it i'm gonna play this bowl with the intention with the intention of grounding our hearts in a space that is right for us May we be filled with whatever it is that we are looking for so that we can be ourselves. And in being ourselves, may whatever is looking for us find us gracefully and easefully and organically. May, they be, may, they, may there be no force necessary or needed and may we release anything that is contributing to forcefulness in any way, shape, or form and give ourselves the space to really know that what we deserve and what we want is obtainable and it's real. Might not be perfect, but whatever is for you will always be for you. There's no amount of denial or fear that can keep that away. It's too much effort. So I'm going to play that this bowl to release that effort in chasing away what is not for us and bringing us closer to what is for us. And may that be starting from the heart within us in a good way like that.
taking a moment to saying your full name three times, calling yourself back into your body, into the space. You may have gone anywhere, gone on any ventures or trips throughout. I appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for your presence and being with me here, then, now, whenever, you know. And uh, I'll see you next week. Enjoy the rest of your day.